Hey friends, it's Ashley and Jana. Welcome back to season two of the Geek Girls Universe podcast, your home for the latest entertainment and fandom news. Hey friends, welcome back to this episode of the Geek Girls Universe podcast. Today we have a really special fun guest with us, John Levine. And you may not know John, but you've probably recognized John, especially if you watch Disney Plus or things on Netflix or shows on the FX. John today is here to chat with us a little bit about a few roles that he's been in some fairly recent popular shows and one upcoming show that I'm positive will be super popular. John has been in Cobra Kai on Netflix. He was also in The Gifted on FX, and he is going to be in the new Disney Plus series, Loki. So we're very excited to have John here chatting with us today. Among his fun super roles that he's been in recently, John is also a stand-up comedian and he lives in Atlanta. So we're going to welcome John and learn a little bit more about what it is that John does in his free time when he's not, you know, doing fun things like being in Loki. And maybe we'll get him to spill. We're hoping. I mean, we know all about those NDAs, so mm, we don't want anybody getting stabbed with like trank darts, but we'll see what he can tell us. Because obviously we have questions. (laughs) Maybe he can just like blink or wink. Yes. One one um, blink or a nod for yes. Just saying. Stoic for no. We'll come up with a code. We're going to try. We're going to try our best. (laughs) Thank you so much for being on our show. Thank you for having me. This is uh, this is wonderful. I mean, in addition to the fact that clearly we have mutual friends, we were just excited because not only were you in a trailer for a very, very exciting show that we can't wait for, but you've also been in some other fun stuff like Cobra. Well, Kai, K, I suppose it depends <laughs> on the, the person pronouncing it. Right, right. That's actually so, a really funny scene. And when I told my husband, he was like, oh, I remember that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and gifted. So, you know, how did you get involved in those projects? I mean, obviously you're doing some acting. You live, or a lot of acting these days, I think, because you're not doing any of what you were doing previously, Right. Um, no, I've gotten sort of out of that space uh, yeah. that I was in since, I guess, like 2004. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not I'm not fully supporting myself from acting just yet. I mean, it's becoming a higher percentage of my of my income. So I'm still doing kind of like side projects and things like that. And, you know, what, what, <clears throat> excuse me, I guess what they call the side hustle. Um, but uh, yeah, so I got involved. Um, well, really, I got involved as a kid. Uh, my parents put me in front of a TV camera doing commercials when I was about five years old. Uh, and that kind of started the journey, although I didn't realize how much it started that journey until much later in life when I was sort of dancing around all these performative type careers. And I was like, well, why aren't, why am I even dancing around this? Why don't I just get back into it? So, um, so that started. And then um, I think like 20, like 2014 is when I like got, got an agent and started auditioning and, and doing all that kind of stuff. This is when I was living in South Florida. Uh, and then in 2016, I decided that, all right, if I'm going to do this, like I, I'm going to really do it. And I sold my house in South Florida and I moved to Atlanta where there's a ton of uh, 
TV film production, and uh, I've been here ever since. So nice. So I know you can only tell us a very little bit, or maybe nothing, hmm. about your work on Loki. But we'll start with Loki, and then we'll sure. backtrack. Any idea what you were auditioning for? Yes. Did you even know what you were auditioning? Were they just for? like here? But we can't tell you anything. You know, it's that's an it's, that's a very interesting question because the majority of um, projects like that, like especially Marvel, um, yeah. you know, you got to sign NDA on top of NDA on top of NDA, uh, and they're usually listed as an untitled whatever you know so they'll say an untitled streaming project or untitled film or you know whatever they kind of ca categorize that um but you can as an actor in this market you can kind of deduce what it is based on who's casting it because we know that certain casting directors cast certain projects so you're like okay if this is an untitled this i can kind of guess what it's for maybe not specifically like not specifically loki or specifically wandavision or you know some of the other shows that but you know it's a marvel but you know it's a Marvel project, um, and then you can you know you can kind of read clues and in, in uh, you know in the scene. Sometimes they give you dummy sides, they'll give you a dummy script, so it's not. They just want to see kind of what you can do uh, with it. Other times, um, and I actually wrote this story on on Reddit um, when WandaVision came out. I was watching WandaVision, and uh, episode two came on, and the scene in the library took place with all the community members, and I'm watching this and I'm going. That sounds real. That dialogue sounds really familiar. So I went into my my files and I found the audition that I did for that scene as one of the the community members. They had changed the name of Vision to Victor in the scene. So it was like, hey Victor, and so of course, hey Vision, because that would have given it away. But it was pretty much the exact same scene. So I was laughing about it, and I posted it on Reddit. So interesting discussion about about that. Um, and so it's kind of the, the same thing happened with, with Loki. It was very similar. See, now obviously didn't say the word Loki, didn't say, you know, there was no clues as to who I was speaking to, just sort of the, the scene itself. But, um, but then you can just kind of, like I said, you can kind of deduce and go, okay, I know these five Marvel projects are in production right now. This is probably this one, or could it's one of these three type. Uh, type. So, you didn't know you were working. You didn't know that you were being cast for Loki. Right. You got the part. Yep. Had you I been to Pinewood? Oh. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Had you been to Pinewood Studios at that point or whatever it's called now? It has a different name. Is that correct? Yes, yeah, tr Trilith now is, the, is okay. the and actually interestingly enough, my very last shoot day was the last day it was named Pinewood. So I was going oh, on the okay. very last so day. You were so at was, Pinewood Studios. I was at Pinewood Studios. I've actually never been to Trilith. Um I had I had been to Pinewood once before, and I'm trying to remember what I was there for. I don't I don't remember exactly what I was there for. It wasn't just it doesn't matter anyway. But I've been there once before, but nothing at this scale. I mean, this is was I mean yeah. it's Disney, you know, normal. So it's a huge scale and huge budget and all that kind of stuff. So um, so yeah. So but but I mean that studio is just I mean it's it's unreal. It's just it's it's absolutely you know you're driving out you know it's like wide open farmland outside of Atlanta and all of a sudden you know, this thing rises out of the uh, out of the horizon and it's just this un and they're building more and just building more I mean I think they're for like twenty four sound stages there which is unreal wow yeah yeah started with four so wow that's yeah. crazy so in the trailer mm -hmm. there is a feline creature <laughs> everybody loves the cat. <laughs> 
I mean, how can you not? <laughs> how can you not love a cat? I, just, I, don't, I don't disagree. It suspiciously looks like it could be a flurkin. I mean, this is Marvel. Can you Jordan, confirm? Is the flurkin the thing that was like uh, at, uh, at the end of Captain Marvel with... Uh, yes. Right, okay. Um, that I can't confirm. And to be, I'll be completely honest with you, the movie Magic, I didn't get a chance to work with the cat. Oh, they did the, they okay. did the cat scene separately with the animal handler because it's uh, easier when they, there's no one on set, you know, working with animals, um, okay. unless you know there's a specific interaction. So they did shoot, and I was, I frankly, I was disappointed because I saw in the script, I saw that the cat was in there, and I was like, oh, I get to work with a cat. And then they were like, oh no, we've already shot the cat. <laughs> you were right. like, dude, okay. you stole the cat. <laughs> okay, well, maybe we'll see some. Yeah. It would be cool. I to be honest, you mentioned that I didn't, I didn't even think about it, frankly. I didn't even that didn't even occur to me. And now I'm like, oh, that would be super cool. But <laughs> we're totally the people that watch those trailers, and especially Ashley. And we dissect them down to like what color paint was on the floor. I, you know, so we I saw a cat and we're like, dude, that's that a flurkin. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's I, I did not realize um the depth to which the fandom for for not just the marvel stuff but even cobra kai which is awesome and, and i and i think it's fantastic but there was like some serious depth people ask me questions about this and i'm like ah, i don't i have no idea like <laughs> we we would be those people yeah yeah and that's and that's awesome i think it's so super cool because <laughs> like we're we not the, top the cat and we're like it's a flurkin because it's <laughs> yeah. a cat and it's marvel Okay, so you didn't get to work with the cat, and that's really sad. But mm. what about Tom or Owen? Did you get any type of set time with them? Because, I mean, it seems like you're in the room with Tom, at least. Yes. Sliding him so I, I, an inordinate stack of papers. So I did work with Tom. Tom and I worked together um, for, for that scene. Uh, it's it shot as a, with a, like a single single. So basically, it's there's they do it with the camera over my shoulder shooting him, and then the camera over shoulder shooting me um and it's edited together that way so you can never actually see us there's no establishing shot of us in the room together though we were for the entire uh time so i did get to work with tom for almost pretty much three quarters of a day uh him and i got to work together uh and i actually got to also see them dropping through the ceiling uh, in a wire harness which was pretty neat too so that was a that's awesome that a neat little experience yeah um, but super awesome guy super awesome guy i mean he really was just truly a uh uh, and, and just really amazing to watch. I got a chance to watch him when I first got to set. He was shooting a different scene, um, and I was just sitting there watching, just waiting to, you know, to, for, for our stuff to come. And uh, just watching him work and his process and, and everything that was going on with him and, and how he stays loose and how he stays energetic. And he's just super upbeat. And, and uh, it, it was it was great. It was, it was such a, an amazing experience. So were you familiar with Loki or Marvel Comics at all before you got this part? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I was a I was a Marvel comic kid as a, uh, or I was okay. a Marvel comic uh, collector as a kid. Um, so I knew the Avengers, I knew Loki, I knew you know Spider Man, the Punisher. I mean, the whole thing. I was a GI Joe collector. I mean, it was like that was my childhood. I was a I'm a child of the '80s, so that was my whole uh, upbringing. Um, and I was a big fan, or I'm a big fan of the Marvel properties. Like I enjoyed watching movies, and I've seen. Saw every one in the theater just about. So, um, and watched WandaVision. I'm currently watching Falcon and Winter Soldier. So, you know, I, I watch all that stuff. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. I think it's great. And now, you know, now that I'm, I guess, officially part of the MCU, it's like I need to keep up on it. You are officially I'm, I'm part gonna, of it. You're, you're going to have a page on the wiki, on the fandom wiki. Yeah. How, yeah, how does well, it feel to be part of the MCU? 
Well, I said to somebody, I said, well, now I, I'm part of the Karate Kid universe. I'm part of the MCU. I said, you throw in Star Wars or Indiana Jones and you've pretty much wrapped up my childhood right there. So um, it's, it is, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. I'll be honest with you. And, and I, um, I happen to be good friends with uh, Chris Evans stand it, uh, who's been working with Chris for the last 12, 13 years. And God, so basically know. we're all now BFFs with Chris Evans, right? Because we're friends with you <laughs> and you're friends with his stand in and right. he's friends with Chris. Right. So you're, yeah, you're, you're now like one, two, you're, you're like two degrees away. I'm one degree away. You're no, two. I mean, that's, that's right. brilliant. I'll take two. Right. I absolutely take two. <laughs> so him and I played golf on, on, uh, I guess on Monday. Wait, you and, and Chris or the stand? No, no, no. Maybe in the stand. <laughs> who, who, He's who, like, who, and where do you golf? Let me know. <laughs> I was like, I'm <laughs> um, Okay. Half kidding. No. <laughs> but, 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 uh, I'd like to call him Lieutenant America because he's Chris Evans standing, which drives him nuts. Um, <laughs> but uh, he got out of his car and I was like, hey, what's up, fellow MCU, uh, you know, universe person? And he was like, yeah, because he happened to have been wearing his, his Avengers Endgame um, uh, crew jacket that he, that he had on, so it was, uh, it was pretty funny. But uh, yeah, he's, he's traveled all over the world with, with Chris and he's, they give him a bit part in every movie, which is super cool. And, and uh, so yeah. he's done a lot. That's awesome. What was it like working on a Marvel show? And then also like working on Cobra Kai, because like you said, you know, it's like the, the fandom thing and then being a fan yourself. Like I can only imagine as somebody who grew up watching like, you know, the 90s X-Men and the Marvel. And I collected comic books too, which is why I'm like the one doing all the breakdowns going, well, in the comic book, this is what happened. And this is what they're trying to reference. <laughs> so like, what was that like actually being able to step into those worlds as a fan of you know the series and the characters i, I mean in a one-word answer it's amazing i mean there's there's no doubt about that um to, to be so when i first got to atlanta back in 2016 i got the late 2016 like october i booked the first role i booked was in early 2017 and that was on a um like a, a one of those murder recreation shows you know like that type of, type of deal and i played the the all-knowing bartender you know the, the cops walking in the bar like hey have you seen this woman and i know everything about it. like i remember everything about this woman you know from eight nights ago and what she was wearing and who she interacted with and I, I was that guy you know um and that was and it was a great shoot and it was a lot of fun and i and i had, and I had a fun time doing it but it was certainly not at the level of like a studio show or a, you know feature film or anything like that so i didn't really know like I was like, okay, this is what we're doing. And I showed up and I had to be like hair and makeup ready and like all that kind of stuff. And um, and then I booked Cobra Kai a little bit later that that year. And I showed up on set. So at first I was like, oh my God, I'm part of the Karate Kid universe. Like I'm working with Johnny. Like this is the most amazing thing ever. You know what I mean? And you try not to be, you don't want to be a fanboy. You know, you, you know, you're or you're a professional, you're working, you know, this is, you know, it's just a couple actors working together, you know, even though inside I'm like, oh my God, you're Johnny. Like, what's up? What's up, dude? What's up? Like, can we talk about this for a second? <laughs> um, but I get to set for, for Cobra Kai and I walk into the production trailer and uh, they're like, oh, welcome. Here's your paperwork. And they're like, uh, and, and we'll show you to your trailer. And I'm like, my trailer. I'm like, right. Yes. Show me to my trailer, please. Absolutely. Of course. I, why am I not in my trailer already? And, uh, you know, they walk me over and it's got my name on it. And, you know, I walk in this thing and it's got a couch and it's got a desk and it's got snacks and it's got, and I was like, holy smokes. Like, this is just, this is unreal. Like, this is like, I'm like really here, you know? Um, and then, you know, we were on a, uh, 
on a soundstage and they had built the entire dojo, you know, on the soundstage. And they had, you know, the, the, uh, the big, bright, you know, exterior lights to make it look like it was daytime outside, you know, even though we were indoors and like all this kind of cool stuff that you always see kind of like on TV and, and behind the scenes. And, and I was there and I was like, oh my God, this is, this is just amazing. You know, absolutely amazing. Uh, and then when I got, you know, that, that was 2017, I guess. And then, and then flash forward to when we shot Loki last year, and you know it's Disney, it's Marvel, it's Pinewood, and that's even like grander. I mean, the sets that they had set up there were just—I mean, it was—it was a—it was, was a movie level set for a TV show, which is what Disney said they were going to do. Is that they we're going to—we're going to put as much money into this as we do the movies, and it showed because they're not cutting any corners with anything. So uh, it, it, it's just—I mean, just and obviously COVID changed things a little bit, you know, as far as interactions and what we had to do on, on set, but. Um, but not too much, um, and, and, you know, and really it was just, you know, I mean, eyes wide and, and just uh, being a part of that whole uh, just world is, is a, an incredible honor and, and uh, just an amazing experience. I bet. I mean, I think I would be like freaking out inside. Like, oh like, yeah, listen. Professional outside, freaking out inside. Like I get there, like the first I was on, was on set for two days and I'm sitting in my chair the first day and I had already gone through hair and makeup and, and wardrobe, so I'm in I'm in wardrobe. And and Tom comes walking up with like a few people. He's going to his his holding area, and he, you know he kind of sees me and smiles, and I see him, and I smile and just kind of nod. And and he stops and he's like, "Hi, I'm Tom." And I'm like, "Yeah, hi, I'm John." You know, and and we had a nice little friendly conversation, brief but friendly. But that's that. that he, he kind of set himself apart in being just a really just regular, genuine guy where he was like, Hey, we're working together today. I'm looking forward to it. You know, um, it's not, I, I've never worked with anybody that's been less than friendly, but he was much, much more than, and just really just, Hey, we're actors. We're working together. Let's, you know, we're cool. So, uh, and it was great. And it really, really made all the difference. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. I was going to say like the, the whole professional thing, like, cause we, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like we're fangirls when we, you know, want to be fangirls, but like, we've done a whole bunch of red carpets and we, you know, have gone to LA to interview people. We've done set visits and, you know, part of you walking in, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm right next to whomever. And, but you can't, right. <laughs> you can't, right. you know, when you're sitting next to Lin-Manuel Miranda or Chris Hemsworth and you're all like, I'm going to interview this person. I'm literally sitting like two feet from you. I can't be drooling or, sure. ah, you know, I, you just can't, you have to be professional. You're, you know, you're, you're doing a job, you know, and listen, and, and I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll say, Hey, I, you know, I love your work. That's, you know, a very cordial and professional thing to say, but it's not just like, okay, so do you remember when you were in that scene with that person and, and then you guys did that, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to, you know, that, that type of person. That's an um, SNL skit, isn't it? It is. That, it, with, with Chris yeah. Farley, right. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> and it's true. And the reason that's so funny is because there are people that are like that. And oh, it's just, for sure. And, yeah. And um, so you want to be, you know, kind of, I did, I shot a movie with uh, Kelsey Grammer, like, it's like a year and a half ago. And I'm a big fan of his. Like I watched, grew up watching Cheers and watching Frasier and all that kind of stuff. And, and him and I had some great conversations, but like inside I'm like, oh, I spoke to him next to Kim, you know, Kelsey Grammer, you know, like it was like so many questions I want to ask, but I'm like, just be cool. Like just have a conversation like this normal person. And so, uh, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's, I, I, listen, I, I am so fortunate to be able to do this and, and 
I mean, get paid for it. That alone is like the you know. Um, but I, you know, I geek out on every single part of it. Like I just, I love why even just sitting there if I'm not on, you know, if I'm not on camera, just watching the other things happen is always so interesting to me and how it all comes together. What are, you know, all the jobs that people are doing, and how they're putting the sets together, and where they're putting the cameras, and, and all that kind of stuff. And I just think it's it's so super cool, and I, I love like every part of it. Yeah, the behind the scenes stuff I think is just as interesting as watching it. It's so being fascinating. Made. Like I remember when I, I did that murder show, um, I, I was talking to my dad afterwards and, and it was the first thing that he'd really seen me on TV do. And, and he was like, and the scene was, I don't know, maybe three minutes long, the whole, the whole scene. And it was me talking to two cops. And he's like, how long did that take you to shoot? And I said, um, that was about four hours. And he's like, what? He's like, it was only three. I said, yeah. I said, but you know, that to shoot, you know, the camera's over my shoulder, shooting one of the cops. And then they move the camera and shooting the other cops. And, you know, and he's like, well, he's like, wait a minute, that's not one conversation. And I said, no, I said, we're doing that scene like 40 times over and over and over again. And then they just edit it all together. So, yeah. you, you, you know, you don't, they have to move the cameras, they have to move the lights, they have to move all that kind of stuff that you don't see. And it just seamlessly comes all together when you see it on screen. And, uh, you know, Tom Hanks said, I heard an interview, I think it was on Fresh Air with Terry Gross, and he said, you know, he's like, I do my lines, you know, every different way I think that they can do it. And then they pick the one that they want to use in the editing bay and put it together. And it's, and he's like, editing is what makes, you know, the movie or the show. And, and he's absolutely right, because, you know, Tom and I did that scene and we did it a few different times. And he added some stuff that wasn't in the script. And then I added some stuff that wasn't in the script. And then I started playing with stuff and he started playing with stuff and we were laughing and the director was having it. And it's great. And who knows what's going to make it in there? Um, but you know, if, I think if half of what makes it in there, just seeing what was in the trailer, I think it's going to be fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. The behind the scenes stuff is so interesting. And I loved that they did a behind the scenes for, for WandaVision. And I suspect they'll do one for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So I Thank hope they you. also do one for Loki because that's, I mean, sort of that, I know some people are like, I don't want to ruin the magic, but like, to me, that's the most fascinating part is to see how it's all done behind the scenes and yeah. you know how they do certain things and I'm a theater nerd I grew up doing that stuff yeah. so Same. that's awesome yeah that's awesome. That yeah, it's, it is it's it's just so fast because you know you see stuff and you're like oh that's how they do that yeah. or you know it's like oh there's a guy just holding that person up from below you know it's like <laughs> like all those little things you're like and then but then you see how it turns out on, on you know on in, the, in the final product you're like wow that's so super cool. Like I see why they did it this way and how they, you know, they wanted this effect or wanted it to look this way. So they did it that way and it, and it turned out and it, and it helps tell the story because at the end of the day, this is all about telling the story. Absolutely. So, well, it's right. always amazing how much is like a practical set versus CGI too. Like, cause I'm always right. amazed at some of the things that are practical sets. And then some of the things that you're like, wow, none of that was actually. None of it's real. Right. <laughs> how did you do that yeah that's crazy yeah and i think it depends on the, the scope of what they're trying to do you know like the, the scene with tom and i that was all practical it was just we were just in a room they built this set right. and it was elevated off the ground and, and you know it's like kind of it almost looks like an elevator i guess is, is what it kind of looks like but you know it's as far as just the walls and everything but um and uh but yeah there was no i mean there was no as far as i shouldn't say that, as far as i know there was no cgi done in there because you know i just you know, I didn't see any uh, green or blue or anything like that. They <laughs> done it, but it was all it was all practical. Were you expecting to see yourself in the trailer that they released? No, was that like a total no. I, 
<laughs> so I was actually, and I guess all of my stories go back to golf somehow because I play a lot of golf. But um, t- it was two Mondays ago when the trailer came out. I, I was going to play golf, and I was like, I don't know, eight thirty in the morning, nine o'clock in the morning, and I get into my car and I put my I have this little like dock for my phone, you know, in my car, and I pop it up there, and I see that there's like five messages, like five alerts from Facebook, like so and so is tagged you in a post, and so and I'm like what's going on so i i open it up and an, an old stand-up comedian buddy of mine who lives in new york like had this post that he tagged me and, and it was like the, the, a screenshot of the of me sitting in behind the desk and it was like you know like holy crap john levine's part of the mcu and i was like i'm like where did you get this like i got scared for a second because i was like where did this come from you're you like know, somebody's gonna somebody's gonna hit me with a Frank Dart and I'm sad. Something, yeah. Like I got, I was like, oh my god. And 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 he's like, dude, he's like, the trailer just dropped, and he's like, you're like front and center in this thing. And I'm like, oh my god. So I'm sitting in the car, I'm watching this, and I was like, holy. And, and then of course my phone started blowing up, and people started texting me, kind of just that, and because I had to. I mean, obviously I knew what was happening, and I know. And we were actually supposed to shoot this March of 2020, mm-hmm. and so I was supposed to shoot March 30th. And it got pushed back because of COVID. We didn't end up shooting it until almost November. Um, so I knew all this was happening. Couldn't say anything to anybody, obviously. And uh, so, and then of course, no pun intended, but the cat was out of the bag. And you know, everyone was like, "Oh my God, what's going on? How did this happen? How many, you know, how many episodes?" So, so yeah. So, I, so to answer your question, no, I had no idea. It was quite the shock, and and it's the first trailer I've ever been in. So that was even cooler. You know, just yeah add on to that yeah that would be quite the surprise <laughs> like i know i'm yeah. in a show but i had no idea i was in a trailer <laughs> well you know and the other thing is that as an actor at, you know at my level it's you, you know you'll shoot stuff and then sometimes it'll get cut from the final you know the, for time purposes or it just didn't work with the story or they rejigger you know rejiggered the script so you know so you're, you you kind of almost don't want to be like, hey, everybody watch this show because I'm in it. And then the show comes out and you're like, well, we missed you. And you're like, no, I, I wasn't in it, but I shot it. You know, whatever. So at least now with this, I know for a fact, I mean, you know, they didn't cut me. So I, I can at least, you know, say, hey, watch the show. You mentioned that you're a Marvel fan and have been for a long time, mm-hmm. even, you know, now that you're in the MCU. But do you have a favorite Marvel hero or Marvel villain? I was a big Punisher fan growing up. So that was my, I had Punisher posters in my room. I had the, and still have the, the original limited series that he, that, you know, came out in the eighties. And um, so I was certainly a, a big, that was, if you had to peg it, he, the Punisher would be it. Um, and then probably uh, Spider-Man, I would say I was, was in there because I was a big fan of Craven the Hunter, uh, that character, which I loved. Um, which is now making me think that I'm more fans of the villains than the heroes, which I don't know what that says about me, but um, I'm starting to rethink my childhood. Uh, yeah, but, but uh, so I would say probably those two, but Spider-Man and, and, uh, and the Punisher. My son is a huge Punisher fan, so, you know, whatever. Got great taste. Love Hopefully kid. he'll make his way into the MCU proper. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you have a favorite Marvel movie? Ooh. That's a really good question. And, and, okay, maybe and top five. If it's hard to pick one. You yeah, yeah. You can pick top five. Yeah. Like, um, you know, happy, sad, funny, you know, whatever. I mean, I, I loved Endgame. I thought that was a great finishing movie um, for the, for the you know, the entire arc. Um, God. If I really had to think about it. I would probably say, and I'm not going to put this in a particular order. But um, I mean, the, the original Iron Man, because that really kind of kicked everything off. 
I loved Civil War. Um, I thought that was a, a great picture. Um, I really liked Age of Ultron, which I, I liked it more than like the second time. I, the first time I saw it, I was just like, eh. And then when I watched it again, I was like, I really enjoyed this movie. Like it's really it just everything. There was certain elements about it that I really enjoyed. And I thought James Spader was fantastic as Ultron. Um, is James Spader was, ever fabulous or not fabulous as anything he does? No, he's not. He is just such a, he really is. I mean, I, I, I'm a big fan of The Office. And every time I watch yeah. the episodes with Robert California, I just die. because He's just so good in that role. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what is that? Four, right? Civil War, mm-hmm. Age of Ultron, Endgame, okay. Iron Man. Yeah. And then I had to pick probably Black Panther. I thought Black. Oh, and maybe and, and maybe uh, Ragnarok. I love that movie too. See, I mean, we could basically just go through the whole list and explain. Yeah, I really could. Like, <laughs> and I also like, and then I also really like this one, and then this one too. I do. Well, I was thinking like, I love uh, Taika Waititi in, in Ragnarok. Like, he is like my fa- first of all. I love that guy. I think he's, yeah. I think he's so super talented and so funny. And as that character, I mean, I just die laughing every time. He, every time he speaks, it's just you know, you don't expect that voice to come out of that character and the way he phrases yeah. everything. It's just, it's hilarious. I mean, it's, it's absolutely hilarious. We agree. I love, I love him. I think I say piss off ghosts. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> I still owe you a t-shirt. You do. You still owe me a t-shirt that says piss off ghosts. And, and it's, I and tweeted it's that to someone the other day. My best friend's wife is uh, head over heels in love with Chris Hemsworth. I mean, just like when when I mentioned that I was working on a Marvel project, obviously didn't tell her which one. She's like, "Will you be working with Chris?" <laughs> And I said, Evans? She's like, not Evans. Hemsworth. No. I said, Chris I, Evans I said, is the best Chris. What are we talking well, about? Well, I said, I go, I go, I, I don't know, maybe. She's like, so let me, and I'm and I know this one. It's my best friend's wife. Him and I have been best friends for 30 years. I've known her for 20. She kind of leans into me and she goes, if you're on set with Chris Hemsworth and you don't invite me, you're dead to me. <laughs> And like this, and I was looking at him like, are you, are you like, being serious? Or like, what's going on? And, and she was dead serious. She was like, I will never speak to you again. I said, okay. I said, first of all, I don't have that kind of pull. Like I'm not, I'm John Levine. I'm not Tom Hiddleston. Or, you know, uh, I said, but I'll see what I can do, you know? So, and then I said, look, I'm working with his brother in the, in the movies. Is that, is that, and is that close? She's like, I don't, I, I want Chris. I want Chris. I said, okay, I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do. So what's next for you, John? What do you have on the any right more now, I, so, comedy or yeah role? What's that again? I said any more stand-up comedy, or are you going to focus on acting? I'm still I'm, I'm really focused on the acting. Um, I, I kind of I, I don't really do too much stand-up comedy anymore, um, mainly because it, it kind of got too hard to balance the two of those um, from a commitment standpoint. So I said, okay, I'm going to lean more into the acting. Um, as far as roles go, it's it's really just starting to come back now from COVID. Um, like we were shut down for a good six, seven months, um, you know, like a lot of other industries. Um, and now things are starting to really kind of pick back up. So I've been sort of, um, I've, I've done a lot of auditions, you know, in the last probably month and a half. They're, they're really starting to roll in. I've gotten some um, really good attention for a couple of specific roles, for some recurring roles for a Netflix series, uh, actually two Netflix series. Um, so nothing's popped as of yet, but I'm sort of on that cusp, on that short list for a couple of things. Uh, and then I'm just continuing to audition, continuing to work on the craft. I mean, this is, this is an industry where it's like, you know, the next audition could be, you know, life-changing. 
uh, and you just you just never know, and you you know you just you, you focus on on doing the best work that you can do, and uh, and you know hope for the best. Sure. Well, you know maybe you'll do you are you allowed to share your character name for Loki, or is that part of a secret? Um. Yeah. I mean, it was just a the name of the character was paperwork clerk, so it was just okay. a generic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I put that on IMDb, so it's not like a secret. Uh, okay. Well, maybe. Yeah he will become the next like Coulson because honestly Coulson wasn't meant to be I don't think anything really past the Avengers but see when the fans latch on to characters yeah. you know. it's true listen and, and that and that happened with uh you know with Cobra Kai and you know people you know just love that that scene and that character and I was just you know I I I, I never kind of go into thinking like oh this is going to be something that the fans are going to love you know I don't I don't you can't I don't think that way um but then when I I, I went to a it was about, I guess it was the Dragon Con after Cobra Kai had debuted. Okay. So I guess it was like 2018 or something later in 2018. And um, I had gotten a call from a podcast that was doing like a, a fan meet and greet uh, at Dragon Con. And they were like, hey, we'd love to, we'd love to have you. And, and I was like, oh, I'm like, yeah, sure. That, you know, that'd be cool. So I went not knowing at all what to expect. And I was like, in this, they rented out this bar to, to go. And I walked in and First of all, it was everybody, a lot of people in, in cosplay, which I was like, oh my God, that's super cool. And then they were like, oh, Cobra K. And they were like, had pictures of my scene for me to sign. And, and they were giving me my lines back to me. And, and I was like, oh my God. I'm like, you guys, like, you like, you remember that character. And they were like, oh, it's the flame. We laugh and we watch it over and over again. And I was like, oh, what? So that was my sort of first introduction into A, playing a character that people remember. Um, that was a sort of a memorable and a memorable scene, but just how much people latch on and love that stuff, which I, you know, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm amazed at and, and in a, in a wonderful way and I adore it. I just think it's great. And, and I'm so happy that I could be a part of it. You know, I'm a, I'm a memorable part of the, of the Karate Kid, you know, universe. And, and hopefully this character will be a memorable part of the Marvel universe, you know, you never know. Sure but, yeah. see some cosplays in the future of paperwork clerks. <laughs> yes. I mean, my husband, he doesn't laugh at all, a ton of stuff. He's like super analytical and boring. <laughs> but Weird. he like laughed at your scene because he thought it was funny, especially with like the old timey printer that was like, you know, making the, yeah. the noise and everything. And he yeah, was I'm like, telling oh, you. Oh, that's funny. It was like, <laughs> 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 Tell him I said thank you, and uh, and and actually to get that to work, that whole thing in concert to work was 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 quite a challenge for for the prop master and the props department to to get everything because we were doing it in real time, and it was like so they needed the paper to be fed, and then you know it was, it was person on top of the set eating the paper by hand, you know coming down the thing to make it look like it was coming in. And so there was a it, it took a lot of work, but the way it turned out, you can see it was it was yeah, great. great, hilarious. Well, thank you so much, John. We appreciate you joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. It was wonderful being here. And I really appreciate you having me out. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Geek Girls Universe podcast. And thank you, John, for joining us and sharing all about your latest project, Loki. Well, not all about it, but you know what you could. We appreciate it. And so do our fans. As always, if you see anything entertainment geeky related that you want to share with us, tag us on Twitter at Whiskey and Sunshine at that Ashley Aaron. And until next time, geeks. Bye.